okay? <laughs> what do you want from us? How much more do you want from me? <laughs> and we're back. Hello, girls. We're back. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Cha, cha, cha. Hey y'all, it's your girl Taylor. And Toya. This is The Ho Bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore ho bag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. How did you get here? Boy, I caught the bus. Nobody's supposed to be here. I, I don't, don't give a, a what, what, what? I tried that love thing for the last time. Mm. My heart says no, no. Boy, Girl, your, your heart, heart can't talk. Shout out to black people all around the world that chimed in on that. <laughs> and if you went to HBCU, I, I would hope you knew that as well. Oh, man, we some N words. Some N words. <laughs> Proud to be an N word. I, I'm. I can wake up every day and say, Ah, it feels good to be black because <laughs> it does. Oh. So this episode is called "Nobody Wants You." Sorry, time out. That is effing hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Nobody wants you. And the re- so the reason why I called it that is because one time I was on Twitter. And one of our mutual friends was like, you know, it never fails. Every time I see a woman get on here on the Internet and complain about, you know, them being uh, deprived or, you know, their friends will always be getting picked first and they never get picked and blah, 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 blah. It's because nobody wants you. And I was like, damn, that's harsh. That's very harsh. But he was like, when you think about it, it's never the pretty women that like talk like that. When you go out, even if you are still very pretty and like, let's say it's a group of five of y'all, all of y'all are pretty, but one of y'all just isn't the prettiest one out the group or you're the dark skinned one out of the light skinned ones or whatever you want to consider not being the first four to get picked. Girl, I got a funny intermission. So I had this homegirl, beautiful girl. Um, it's very well accomplished. Make, she makes buku money. And she was like, nobody wants me. I must be the ugly duckling. I'm fucking chopped liver. And she was telling me and my brother that at the time. And his rude ass just busted out laughing. Because it was like, what? Like, she was just complaining. I would have busted out laughing too. Like, well. And she's beautiful. But I think she just, I think you go in certain settings, right? And like my homegirl, other homegirl who's actually gorgeous she was like when i go to 50 15 she's like that those type of guys don't like me she's like i'm not the typical black girl with the big booty and all that stuff she was like i can go over to the hispanic spot because she's half puerto rican she was like and i'll get everybody where y'all probably won't get nobody so she was like it just depends on the settings that you go as well so just to piggyback off what you were saying that's harsh that nobody i think there's somebody for everybody have you seen these people on the internet but that makes more sense now that i think about it like that what you just said like where are you at where you feel like nobody wants you. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't want you. If I go to, let's say, uh, maybe a 18 and up club, 
I'm probably not going to be one of the first to get picked because my ass is not out. Mm -hmm. I mean, no shade to anybody that does wear what they wear, but I'm not going to be wearing what the majority of men want to see in there. Mm -hmm. So I ain't going to get picked first. And Mm -hmm. that's okay with me, though. I'm not going to cry about it in the car. Hell, I'm going to go to Davenport's. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to get picked somewhere. It just ain't there. Go where you're tolerated or celebrated, not tolerated. I tell people that all the time, but you want to fit in wherever you, you know, see on the internet popping. Everything is not your cup of tea. Like, and that's okay. But um, some, there's somebody out there for somebody. Absolutely. So there's this. It might um, be a girl. You might be trying to look at men. You might need to go ahead and swing around the block. Well, there's that. <laughs> I literally just, just saw saying. something. What did it say? And it said, um, this girl was like, man, all these married men be in my inbox. What is going on? And he said, well. You pray for you pray for a husband. You just got to be more descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> you got what you pray for. Time out. <laughs> you pray for a husband. You got a lot of that them, is honey. golden. You got I'm a lot of that on TikTok. <laughs> so the uh, the name nobody wants you. I don't want it to like sound ugly after I play this video. But there was a lady on TikTok. Her name is M A Y T E dot Lizbeth. I don't even know how to say the first one. But um, it was saying if you are someone with any kind of neurodivergency and she was talking about touch deprivation and I had honestly never heard of it or thought it was a thing until I watched it because I don't think I've ever suffered from it. I guess I actually don't like being touched. So I'm quite the opposite. Um, But I'm gonna play it and get your thoughts on. I am really struggling with something and I want to talk about it. But before I do, I need people if you are a parent who was like touched out by your children, I do not want to see you in the comments. If you are someone with any kind of neurodivergency and it manifests or shows up as you not liking touch or people touching you, I do not want to see you in the comments, okay? But I am, I I feel like I'm dying from like touch starvation, y'all. I don't, this isn't, I I don't get hugs. I don't know. I feel like if I were to get the kind of hug that I fucking really want, I would crumble into pieces. I... I don't... How do you deal with that? I really... Like, like need to be, like, touched. And I know someone's gonna say, like, Okay, go to the salon and get your hair done or get a massage or or get your nails done, right? So someone can hold your hand. None of those people love me. None of those people, none of those services love me. Right? But I am really, I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling with like... I don't, there's no, 
I'm really, I'm just really struggling. I'm really struggling. Like I spent like last night just going like this. Initially, when I watched it, I definitely was like, it's it's just off top. Personally, it's hard for me to take people seriously that press record and start crying and all of that. And that's not even like to take away from the seriousness of her video. But that's just me. I, it's hard for me to take that seriously. It's just like, why are you crying or recording yourself crying and then posting it? But Literally, when I first saw it, I, I said in Toya's voice, what possessed you to get on Beyonce's <laughs> Internet? And start crying. Yeah, like, and at first when I was watching, oh, I was like, is she sweating? Because she kept wiping her face and stuff. I was like, what is going on? That's why you touched the press. Yeah, no, like, no. calm down. <laughs> Go back. Um, Y'all, I, first of all, before we get into this, it's it's not funny. Yeah. It's just funny that we both were like, why would you record yourself crying? Yeah. But if she takes away the crying part, we can talk about being touched deprived. I have never experienced that. So I went straight to the comments just to see where everybody was talking about. One thing I did notice, this was my first time grabbing a TikTok video because I was scrolling for content on Twitter. You know, current events or whatever. I've been actually pulling back a little bit from the Internet because it's just it's a lot going on. It's right too now. much. And I, I didn't want it to consume me. So I, I looked on TikTok and I was like, oh, here's a video. One thing that I will say, I typed in her name in the search bar on Twitter and then I was looking at the comments on TikTok. Two totally different communities. Yeah, absolutely. Twitter yeah. tore her ass to shreds. Uh -huh. TikTok was like, oh, my God, you're so brave. Look at you. Kudos. <laughs> More people need to hear your story. Twitter was like, girl, sit your ass down. Don't nobody want you because you're doing all of this. I was like, damn, I'm definitely part of the Twitter community because that was my thoughts, too. Like, girl, log off and touch some grass oh and God. start there. Okay, well, let me go come from the, uh, <laughs> the from, from a different perspective. Um, I didn't learn about this until I became a parent, which you might not be touch deprived because you are a parent. Mm -hmm. You can be touched out. I'm nursing, so sometimes it's like I'm always baby on titty. Y'all get in the bed. Husband trying to be on the titty. I'm like, get off of me. Like, I just need a moment. And sometimes I will take the baby and I will sit her uh, away from me. And I'm and she's screaming. I'm like, stop touching me. Like, I've, I've been touched mm -hmm. out. <clears throat> so t that's why she, when she starts the video off she's like parents I don't want to see you in the comments because you're you're not used to not being by you're not used to being by yourself right you mm -hmm. haven't had that at least in 10 or 11 years so people who are touch deprived I didn't think about it they're also lonely you know physically emotionally mentally and sometimes you, we can find ourselves I know me for a while um, they, they've talked about it. I'll just speak about personal um, experiences you uh, you look for that intimacy or that intimate touch. And so you find yourself being promiscuous and doing things that you probably mm -hmm. wouldn't even think of because you're like, I just need to be touched. And you don't even like this person, but I just want to lay next to somebody. I want to feel loved. And for me, it wasn't love. Just, I just want a warm body, at, mm. which I mean, guys do it too. Mm -hmm. Like they just want a warm body next to them. And so for her to say that, um, it's you can tell that she's not a promiscuous person, which there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but I do think that she probably doesn't have anybody in her circle, like her immediate circle, 
to give her, to hug on, right? Because I could, Toy probably don't want to be touched, but I can go hug Toy if I'm having a really <laughs> bad day. <laughs> and she doesn't have those type of friends around her. Um, and then I was going to say something else that it just kind of slipped my mind. Um, she doesn't have friends. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't have, she doesn't have those friends. I'm sorry. Thank you. She doesn't have friends and she doesn't have family members. And that's something we can, a lot of people, I think as we're healing our inner child, we can relate to. It's like, you know what? I'm instead, I'm, I've created boundaries. I'm not dealing with X, Y, Z. And in, as a result of that, you find yourself on a, a rock by yourself, a lonely island sometimes. So I think you can get through it. Um, I, but I, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, and I don't know her specific situation. I think it's something you can go out and seek. Um, but for that's why I said that as well. She didn't have immediate friends to talk to, so she gets on the internet so that somebody will hear her, right? Yeah. I was complaining about being a new mom, and Toya hears it all the time, but like my other friends like, oh, you look so happy on the internet. Of course, it's the internet. Why would I post the stuff that I don't, you know, the negatives about my life. And so I, I kind of posted something really quickly one day and then I deleted it. And one of my friends was like, I didn't know you were so like stressed out and da 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 da. And it's like, I shouldn't have to post nothing on the internet for you to. My older sister said the same thing to me. Mm -hmm. She ended up out of just randomly, uh, one of my older sisters, she wrote me and was just like, hey, how are you? And I was like, I'm okay. How about you? She was like, I'm all right. But like, you know, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. So once I got into what was going on, she was like, I had no clue. Mm -hmm. You make everything look like you're just doing so well. And I'm like, why would I get on the internet and just tell all my business like that? Not right. to say that I even, I'm not even one that gets on the internet and I brag about anything great because I just don't do that. I'm mm -hmm. congratulate me for this and congrat. I don't do that. I'm mm -hmm. just like, I post whatever I want. Yeah. Majority of the time it's just me effing off and being funny or whatever but um one of the things that she did say after that video she posted another video and she was talking about the tiktok community and twitter community and she had said my video made it to twitter and people think i'm an insult so for people that don't know what an insult is it's a member of an online community of young men who consider themselves unable to attract women sexually typically associated with views that are hostile towards women and men who mm -hmm. are sexually active. So self-identified insoles have used the internet to find anonymous support. And that's so funny that you said that because she was just like, I'm not an insole. Like I was just being vulnerable and putting myself out there to tell people like, Oh, then shit. I don't have no sympathy. For so you now what I think what really happened is she really, she said it in all reality, she has been abstinent for sex for five years. So since she has pulled herself out of, I guess being promiscuous or whatever the situation is. Now you do got to get to the root of people, men, I guess I'll say looking at you from the outside in and what they see. She is a bigger girl nothing to do with that, but I'm just throwing that out there. Um, her hair is natural. There's different things that a certain group of men probably don't want. Mm -hmm. So again, what environment are you putting yourself in to attract the man that you actually want and that would want you in return? You know? So my question is when she says she's touched out and hasn't had a hug or a love, like I don't automatically go to a, a, a man like mm -hmm. is she being attracted by a man like where she is your she, sister where's your mom she, she didn't she said she wants to because she also said that people told her go get a massage go get your hair and go get your nails she was like those people don't love me like mm. I want that love I sat in my bed last night going like this to me that sounds like you want somebody to rub up on you oh that's what I got from it I don't know so to me again it's like okay now you you she made it a point to mention she was abstinent. So to me, it sounds like you want that touch from you. You're craving that from somebody that loves you Absolutely. back. But man, I know we're not supposed to do this, but I'm going to go ahead and just like diagnose her right quick. Like you said, she's natural. She is on the on the uh, she's not as thin as some of mm -hmm. these Instagram models. She or shape proportion when she um, 
<laughs> when Toya was watching it, she says, damn, her titties look like they hurt her back. They were huge. <laughs> but, but, but that's not neither here. I mean, that is to do with it. What I think of when I hear her, um, she said, nope, those people don't love me. Those people don't love me. It was the way she used her accent. So I'm assuming she comes from like the Northeast mm-hmm. or something like that. And so I feel like she might be, like you said, competing with some, a different demographic. People up there, sometimes they want to deal with, uh, you know, Isabel or whatever they name the, the girls who are from the Latina community and so she might be in the wrong area seeking love because yes yeah, I, I I a man in that area is not gonna want a woman with as natural and that he wants somebody that he's gonna give him a different type of experience and cuisine and all that different and and music and all that stuff so I, I We'll change your surroundings. That's all I could say, I, right? I, I definitely agree. I had um, asked one of my friends to chime in. So I asked her. I know she had went through a period where she uh, was abstinent. Uh-huh. And I asked her about her experience. And she said um, when, she wa- when she decided to make that step, she was lonely at times because she still craved touch. She felt more confident in herself and her choice to protect herself and body. Mm-hmm. And she went abstinent for two months. Um, she said she would start what I would start over and try to go as long as I can. until I felt someone truly wants to be here and be committed in a relationship. I encourage more people to do it, especially after a relationship to take time to heal and not get someone else caught in a soul tie. So that made me think like, I don't think, I don't know. I, the older I get now, I'm like, man, sometimes you have your when is it going to be me moments? You know, yeah. you see all of these people getting married. You see all of these people in maybe committed relationships or having kids or buying house, whatever the situation is. And I think maybe she, the old girl was just in her. When is it going to be me moment? Like, what am I going to find somebody that actually loves me and that I allow in and maybe knock my walls down so that I can feel comfortable enough to lay with somebody and, you know, finally feel that intimacy and that touch that I've been craving for so long. But at the same time, too, are you letting your walls down for somebody to even come in to do that? Because at this big age, it is okay to say no. You don't want to have sex or whatever. But are you allowing somebody maybe to come into your space and cuddle with you? Are you allowing like what are you even allowing at this point? Mm-hmm. Or are you automatically oh I'm absent so I'm apprehensive and you can take me out to eat and you can do this and you can do that. But at the end of the day, drop me off at home. That's great. Know your self worth. But you're also <laughs> boxing yourself off from a whole lot. I did. I was abstinent the longest for was I think I went eleven months, like right after college, and it wasn't even like oh I'm being I'm being abstinent for this. It was kind of like I was so focused on what I was working mm-hmm. on that I didn't have time. I was like I would hang out for a little bit, and I was like all right, I gotta go. Like I it wasn't even. I don't think I I did feel the I, I knew that I wanted to have sex, but I didn't want the cuddling. I was like get up off me. Like I just I'm here to. You didn't go. Good good and time, not a long time. Exactly. And so I um I became disassociated for a long time so that I wouldn't feel that lonely, um feel lonely at all. Like I just I, it's some it's a thin line. I'm saying this to say it's a thin line because you can say, you know, um, I don't want to feel lonely and like you gotta retrain your mind. But then it's hard to train your mind again to be vulnerable and, and allow somebody into that space. So I, I don't know what she's going through, but it, it's going to take work, whatever it is. I, there's not no one answer fits all. But I would say also I have a friend, I have a couple friends who are like, oh, when is it going to be my moment? I want to get married and have kids. And I'm like, you got so much other things, so many other things going on in your life like that. We 
I wish I could be doing. And so it's like, don't comparison is the thief of joy, right? That's what they say. So like, so, so focus on what you can and you're going to attract like people are going to be so involved that uh, so mesmerized by you being passionate about whatever it is that they're, they're just going to come to you. And that's when you can allow, you can decide do I want this person to come in now, sis, I'm pretty sure after going viral, there are niggas in her DMs talking about some. I'll take care of y'all. Rub you down right I'm now. I'm pretty sure there are. So I, I would like, I would like to hear a, a, a follow up. A follow up. <laughs> but she probably, I don't know how she's gonna feel about it after this video if she watches it. But it's <laughs> <laughs> like fuck y'all talking about my big ass titties. <laughs> so um, I know I usually start off with Twitter news. I did see this tweet. And this girl had said, for years, I told myself I hated being touched to protect myself from fear. I would never to protect myself from fear. I never would be. It's heartbreaking and such an unseen problem. I hear you. So that was her response to the girl. And I did have to think about that. And I was like, you know what? After watching that video and me thinking I never had that problem of craving touch is because I didn't want to be touched. But then I was like, damn, is there a root problem to that? And aside from my child, because even with her, like, I'm just not that person. I'm not that person that every time you see me, I'm going to give you a hug or give you a hug. goodbye. I'm just not that person. And I was like, damn, maybe that does come from me putting up a wall so that I don't have to be too close to somebody to where I can get hurt or mm -hmm. too or crave somebody too much <laughs> or always want to be around them. I learned to create space. I learned to be OK by myself so mm -hmm. that I don't in return get hurt. And I'm mm -hmm. like, damn, I, <laughs> let me make my therapy call right now. No, nah, for real. We, we don't know how our inner child mm -hmm. shows up in things. And a shout out to our last guest who was like they had to deal with their younger self in order to understand why they don't like to be touched or why they feel some type of way about certain things so yeah i definitely start with therapy because you don't know how your um your unconscious habits are gonna show up externally and how they're gonna affect you after you look up and it's been five years since you had a hug like that's that's crazy yeah. that's that's wild thank god i mean I, i've never had to experience that but i will say shout out to her for her vulnerability because although i probably would not granted if i'm already doing a video like and, and then i just sit here and start crying I, hey it was natural it came but if i stand there and hit record and i'm already crying like nah i'm just not gonna do that but shout out to you for your vulnerability because apparently it touched a lot of hearts and lives and that's what it's all about at the end of the day Child, I wonder what hashtag she used so we can go viral. <laughs> Cry. I don't know. Um, the last thing I, that I did want to um, say is I heard something that was kind of cool. And it was talking about your heart wall. Ooh. So this lady said, yesterday in community meeting, we discussed the idea of having a wall up in your heart. We looked at the energy of the heart wall to determine what material it was made out of. And then worked on gently clearing the wall we created internally with our own thought and emotion so she said her heart wall is made of memes it only allows people who are funny to get access to my heart and it repels people who are too serious <laughs> what <laughs> so her heart wall is memes <laughs> and i had to and you know what i think my heart wall is comedy if you if you take stuff too serious all the time or you over the top emotional yeah get out of here you're draining me but if you're funny and you're you know what i'm saying i'm like i can i can fuck with you i need a balance i can't yeah. be serious i don't want to feel like you got the weight of the ancestors on you every time i say i'm like i so i <laughs> tweeted the other day you, you too woke for me go to sleep <laughs> 
No, for real. I, I told you the other day, I was like, you ever engage with somebody and you just need to go to therapy after? Like, I was look, wondering who you I, was I talking about when I read it. Off. Like, I'm like, God yeah. damn, like, get off of me. And it, it's, I think that comes from being an empath because, like, when people are emotional, I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. So I need you to be a little funny, nigga. I need you to laugh at yourself for being stupid. Like, I need you to just go on about your business. And then I'm not going about your business, but like, yeah. let's talk about it, but laugh and then go on. Like, like I can't, woe is me all the fucking time. Or, yeah. I remember ah! I was uh, dealing, I was having relations with a man, and this man just. It didn't matter what it was. I could be, I could be drinking, I can be drinking almond milk, and he'll be like, "You sure you don't want chocolate almond milk?" I'm okay. Oh, we we about to go outside. You want to? It all revolved around Black Power, and I love Black Power as much as the next but person. Chill out, nigga. But Ho-tep. damn, whole tip, shit, like Queen, take a day <laughs> off, my brother. And Relax. He, he, he grand rising. There is no day off. Death. There is no day off. You want to know why? Why? Because that's what the man wants you to think. Because time <laughs> does not exist. Time is a man-made concept to hold you down and suppress you. I'm like, oh my God. All I ask is what time is it? A Shit. man cannot fall out the bed if he sleeps on the floor. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to stand on that. <laughs> well, I, you know what? This is a little segue off. We got a couple minutes left. Some people be too woke that you miss out on shit just because for no for like turn we love we are black black and proud black mm. pride but turn it down a notch sometimes like you will miss out on just simple things just because you're too woke mm. like chill out black twitter LLC twitter I will say too and I used to say this all the time I'm I'm going to wrap this up with my whole tip my whole tip is going to be Stop force feeding people. Mm. And by force feeding, I mean, if you really are a person that is uh, knowledgeable or I'll say emotionally aware, mm. when you get into um, some type of environment, you start talking to people and if you can be the wokest person. You could be the smartest person. You could be whatever type of hill you stand on. Right. When you get into that room and you start just talking about what you know. And look at the body language of these other people. Are you making them feel uncomfortable? Read the room. If you're starting to make them feel uncomfortable, you're literally force feeding people the knowledge that you know. And that is so unnecessary because that means that they are not ready to receive the message that is coming out of your mouth. So all you have to do from that moment is dumb it down a little bit or exit the room. Exit stage left. It's not that hard. You don't have to try to make me feel less than you because you've read more books than me. And you feel like all of these books are 100 percent facts, even though they are written by people that are all opinion based. That is my whole tip. Dang, can I can I give input on your Please. whole tip? Um, <laughs> I I thought about this the other day, and you know, how, like some people get online, like, oh, bitches is broke because da 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 because they don't know how to save in their IRA and that like to go on with piggyback of what you're saying. Nobody gives a damn. Nobody gives. I mean, some people who. I, and I'm adding this in because my other homegirl had just got her financial advisor license or something like that. And she was like, I want to talk to you. And I was like, you you know what you sound like? You sound like the person that is in the gym all the time looking at a fat person saying, hey, if you just if you want to be the best version of yourself, if you want to go run, come on, I'll run with shut. If they wanted to do it, they would. They know how to seek out the resources. So because you are the smartest person or most knowledgeable about a subject doesn't mean you need to just unsolicitly provide that information. Wait till somebody asks you. Mm-hmm. Y'all are annoying as fuck. 
shit. If I'm living my 600 pound life and I see you with these big ripped ass muscles, I know you work out. I don't need you to tell me what I need to do to lose 500 pounds. I'm going to eat this cheeseburger in peace and I'm going to die happy. Okay? Just saying. And on that note, bye! bye.